It's lunchtime at Tim Hortons, and we're serving up a special deal just for you. Our new $5.99 lunch deal includes your choice of any lunch sandwich and a side of crunchy kettle chips. Because what's lunch without a little crunch? And the sandwich choice is all yours, like a ham and Swiss, Chipotle chicken wrap, BLT, and more. Made to order just the way you like it. Tim Hortons' new lunch deal. Simple, delicious, and just $5.99. Now that's a good deal. Only at your neighborhood Tim's. U.S. only. Price and participation vary. Terms apply. Nerdly on 77 WABC, the crown jewel of American radio. And here we are at Thursday. Tomorrow is our big radiothon here on WABC Talk Radio 77. We'll be talking a little bit more about that. If you'd like to join us, 800-848-WABC is the number to call, 1-800-848-WABC. 800-848-9222. So much news. There's news about the virus, the latest variant of the virus. We have news from Washington, D.C., the Democrats in political turmoil as they try to still salvage the Joe Biden Build Back Better Welfare Eternally bill. There are more Democrats retiring And there's a new push on for voter rights. This is, I read a tweet from our princess of policy, Diana Mee, basically explaining in a way in one sentence, it's a redirect. They're running into bad news with Manchin on all of the stories concerning the budget. So let's bring up voter rights. There are students in Arizona, by the way, holding a hunger strike demanding that voting rights legislation pass. It is not voting rights. It is partisan Democrat rights. That's what it is. So, Joe Biden and the Democrats, according to an article in Fox, are facing a bleak future. They have squandered away 11 months. I don't know about that. They got their big infrastructure welfare bill passed. But let's start with the Omicron news. New York Post. The Omicron variant of COVID-19 is spreading at higher rates in New York and New Jersey than the rest of the country. Well, what do you know? The word Omicron was barely in the current lexicon before New York's governor well, acting governor, unelected governor, Miss Hochul decided that she wanted to show how powerful she was by laying down all kind of edicts about wearing masks and like and so forth. And so here we are, and then, of course, de Blasio followed suit. There was a big to-do over at the Cheesecake Cheesecake Factory in Queens last night. Police were called in and arrested because they, some patrons, refused to show proof 
proof of vaccination. Now look at the news that's been going on in New York these past week. We had, we've had people thrown in front of subways by criminals. We've had criminals doing all sorts of mischief, some of it violently, some of it fatal mischief on other human beings. We've had still American companies, American citizens in New York trying to hold on to their businesses and deal with inflation and deal with all kinds of challenges. And what are New York City police officers called to do? They're called out to a cheesecake factory to arrest patrons who refuse to show a vaccine card. I mean, it just boggles the mind. There's also a big story that we are going to cover in mere moments with a guest. If you listen to the Saturday show, and you should, every Saturday, 8 a.m., you've heard him before, and we've had him on once or twice since August as we do this show at 4 in the afternoon. And his name is Todd Benzman. He is with the Center. He's a senior fellow with the Center for Immigration Studies. They are a pro-immigrant group, but, of course, legal immigration. And as they put it, low immigration and legal immigration. He often goes to the border. He goes there. He doesn't rely on reading about a situation before filing a report. He actually shows up there. And he has broken some news once again. People have been asking for weeks and weeks. We had a caller about it earlier this week, whether it was yesterday or the day before, wondering how people are funded. Where is the money coming from to get these immigrants that are traveling on foot from Central America all the way up to America. It has to be difficult. People have to buy food. They need things along the way. Where does the money come from? Well, I'm not going to give it away. But Todd is uncovering exactly where the money is coming from. And he had pictures to prove it, and those pictures have led Republicans in the House to be outraged. So we'll talk to Todd when we come back from our first commercial break. But as I said, Omicron has now claimed a higher rate of spread in New York and New Jersey, ironically defying the wannabe governor, the unelected governor, who wants to Lock everything down. Well, not lock everything. That's an exaggeration. Let me pull that back. Who wants to flex her muscles and show us all how tough she's going to be on COVID. Meanwhile, in other news, more than twice as many Americans believe President Joe Biden's actions are hurting inflation rather than helping. A large plurality, 47%. Say his actions on getting inflation under control are actually hurting. That's from Fox Business. That's compared to 22% who said it was helping, 28% who said it's not making a difference. And it is hurting. And by the way, more people think that this Build Back Better Welfare Endlessly Forever and Ever Amen bill that's before the Senate right now is going to make matters even worse. So, let us turn to the departures. 
Five-term Representative Alan Lowenthal from California is going to retire at the end of this congressional season. He served 10 years in the House. He says it's time to pass the baton. But that makes him the 20th Democrat lawmaker to retire or decide to run for a different office to get out of the House in the 2022 elections. Contrast that with 12 House Republicans who are retiring or seeking another office. Democrats are going to have a lot more seats to defend. Now, before we get giddy, let us remember that many of these are safe Democrat districts, so we're just likely to get a replacement. However, some of those seats are going to be challenged, strongly challenged. And the difference right now in the, in the Democrats retaining the House and the Republicans are a mere two seats. Two. Two seats. So, so far, the, the Democrats have 20 members that are considering leaving. Well, there you go. Isn't that going to be fun? Tell you what we're going to do. Another one or two stories, and we're going to get to a break early so that we can get Todd on the line. We want to spend as much time with him possible, as possible. There is a foreign policy story that I saw today that tickled me to no end. And we don't often cover foreign policy news here, but I'm intrigued by it all. There's an election going on in Chile. The, right, the left-wing rag out of the U.K., The Guardian, has a headline, they're very worried, very worrying. Is a far right-wing radical about to take over in Chile? As the election runoff looms, Jose Antonio Cast opponents sound the alarm. Here's the deal. There's a sentence in here that had me cracking up. Here it is. The prospect of a four-year cast presidency has horrified many in Chile and across the region, and fueled fears that one of America's most prosperous and stable democracies could be on the verge of being captured, captured by Steve Bannon-style extremists. What? So you have the progressives out warning, what makes this guy an extremist, a Steve Bannon-style extremist? What has them all so worried? Well, Mr. Cast apparently is not one of those guys that goes along with this changing gender ideology business. And he doesn't favor, favor communism. He says that, that Chileans deserve their freedom. They should not be a nation that is losing freedom to more socialist-slash-communist. Does all this sound familiar? It sounds like the same battles that we're facing here. And, of course, the press. Oh, they're worried they might get another Steve Bannon style. If Chile were to elect Mr. Cast, who, by the way, the, the Guardian points out his dad, he comes from a lineage uh, where a family member in his past belonged to the Nazi party. 
So I suppose we're supposed to all just be terrified about that, even though so many generations have passed. One of the best things that could happen for Chile is if they stop the progressives in their tracks. Anyway, when we get back, we're going to be speaking with Todd Benzman. Wait till you hear how people are getting money to continue the surge of illegal immigration as it comes up from Central America through Mexico and into the United States. 800-848-WABC's number to call. Don't go away. We're coming right back. Entertaining and informative. James Golden, a.k.a. Bo Snirkly, is on the air. 77 WABC. This is TV. Counting down, folks, you know what? In 10 days, it'll all be over. In 10 days, we'll be talking about the Christmas past. So let's enjoy every single day of it leading up to Christmas 2021. We have on the phones with us, that's Luther, by the way. We have uh, on the phones with us a gentleman that's been with us before, he's senior fellow over the Center for Immigration Studies, and they do incredible work over there, folks. But he has an article in The Federalist today. And Todd Benzman, I'm, rather than me describe the article, I want you to tell people what it's about. But let me just set it up this way. We have had tons of calls asking a salient question. How do these illegal immigrants afford the long march from Central America all the way to America's border? And you are uncovering the answer. Welcome, Todd. How are you? I'm doing great. Thanks for uh, having me on again. And yes, the United Nations of all agencies uh, is participating in providing material support for the illegal mass immigration that we see, at least some of it. And I'll tell you where it started was for me was I was in Reynosa, Mexico uh, a few weeks ago and saw a, a table in a, in a camp with workers behind it who said that they worked with the uh, United Nations International Office of Migration, which is one of their bigger, bigger agencies, handing out debit cards to migrants. And I took photos and video of it and tweeted it and later included it in a, a piece for the Center for Immigration Studies. And it just caused a lot of outrage, especially in Republican circles on the Hill. Uh, the United Nations is handing out cash to migrants. So I decided to go deeper. And my article today in The Federalist is the result of uh, where I went with this. So that is the, the gist. Um, if I could just uh, continue a, a minute or two. Please do. Please. I'm giving you I, I want you to use every minute to explain this to the American people. So go right ahead. Sure. So the IOM, which is the International Office of Migration, is 
providing those debit cards. Uh, in emergency or migrant shelters, a system of migrant shelters from Panama all the way to the to the U.S. southern border. They've got at least 75 and probably closer to 100 of these shelters. They're like way stations. Uh, and they are providing not just these debit cards, but they're also providing uh, less visible bank transfers, mobile transfers, e-vouchers. Uh, these are cre- kind of credit cards, but then they're also, according to their own documents that I found online, uh, handing out envelopes stuffed with cash to these migrants. To envelopes them, stuffed with cash. They, they're, they're, I'm quoting directly from their uh, their own document. Uh, they said they call it cash in envelopes, hard cash. And they don't offer any details beyond that, but it's right there, and it's a current document. And they also are providing cash assistance for lodging and rent and what they call uh, transportation. They they call it um, uh, movement assistance for moving with populations, meaning that if your camp is folding up or there's a reason everybody's moving on north to the next place and you're in their fold, uh, you'll get access to, you know, bus transportation, money, and whatever it takes to get you moving on north. So now Republican congressmen are starting to look into this, in particular Lance Gooden's office. Uh, Lance, uh, who I met last week while I was on the Hill for something else, just introduced a bill with 11 other Republican congressmen uh, demanding that, proposing that the United States halt all U.S. tax dollars going to the IOM. Lots of tax dollars go to the IOM. So this is being paid for in part by the, mm -hmm. yes. I want to highlight that. American taxpayer dollars are going into this fund that is being distributed by the United Nations to bring illegal immigrants, to help illegal immigrants come from Central America through Mexico to the United States. That's right. They are paying cash and rent, lodging, uh, whatever else is needed to what they call vulnerable migrants. That would be, you know, maybe families or people with uh disabilities or elderly or, uh, you know, anybody that they decide, you know, could use a helping hand. And the way they they would couch this would not be we're helping illegal immigration. They would say the immigration is going to happen anyway, and we're just preventing death and suffering. But the congressmen, uh, and I would agree with them, are, are asserting that this actually is is material support for illegal immigration because, and it's true because, uh, when you provide uh, the means necessary to avoid returning home, in other words, you can stay, you can sustain yourself within striking distance of the border. You're, you know, you are directly facilitating that migrant's eventual border crossing. Let me read this from your article, Todd. Many payments are given as, quote, unquote, unconditional, unrestricted cash transfers for multipurpose use. 
the manual says, which means they're just handing illegal immigrants cash. Here, you want to get to the United States, here's some money, and once again, what you have discovered is that American taxpayers, in part, are paying for this fund that is giving money for people to break American law and come here illegally. That is how I view this. Uh, They would view that differently, but I view it like that. I'm sure the migrants view it like that. Uh, Thank you so much for uh, giving me the freedom to stay here until I can figure out how to get over uh, instead of having to go home. That's essentially what this is. It's hard to tell how many uh, that they're helping in. They really have ramped this thing up. This is going straight skyward on the trajectory of increasing funds. Uh, This is since they started it in 2019. Uh, Things were pretty low. They helped 29,000 people in the Western Hemisphere with cash and voucher assistance along, uh, you know, in 75 shelter way stations, according to the State Department's report on this. And also, uh, that's just from 2019. They have expanded the number of countries that they're doing this in by 100 percent. And they've increased the percentage uh, from 2019 to 2020 of people that they're helping by 77 percent. And that includes all the Central American countries in Mexico uh, where you can see this happening. I wasn't sure what I was seeing exactly when at the time that I saw it and took photos of it. But the tweet just went you know, viral for me. I mean, uh, like eight or nine hundred retweets of those photos and. I mean, those things are really, um, you know, uh, you know, stirring things up in Republican circles over there. And people are starting to ask questions about what this thing is. Many uh, parents, also, you say, yeah. get about four hundred dollars every 15 days, eight hundred dollars a month if they're in one place where they can collect it. And these are from these uh, debit cards that they're being given And again, American taxpayers are paying at least a portion of this. Now, we only have a minute left, Todd. I want to wrap up, and I want to have you back in the near future. What do you think is going to happen now that Republican uh, lawmakers have been alerted to how illegal immigration is being funded into the United States? Do you think this is just going to be another story that just comes and goes, or do you think that they are serious about trying to get to the bottom of this? Well, uh, they're in the, the Republicans are the ones that seem to be concerned about this. There may be some Democrats. Democrats ought to be concerned about this. But, uh, you know, a dozen of them have already proposed a bill to defund the United Nations of taxpayer dollars because of this and because of other programs that the United Nations has going on down there that seems to aid and abet the smuggling so I think the Republicans are going to latch onto this. Like I said, I was I was on the Hill last week. I met with probably half a dozen or more congressmen briefing them on what's happening with the border. And the main thing that all of them wanted to know was about the United Nations giving this money out. And so I hope that this first report, I don't think anybody else is doing any reporting on this, uh, helps fill in a, a few of the gaps. It certainly filled in a few of the blanks for me. And like Lance Gooden said, the representative from Texas, that, you know, more people would be outraged were it not for a lack of knowledge. They just don't know about this. 
So hopefully through your program and my reporting and maybe others will pick up on it, we'll learn a lot more about it. Maybe they've got a good explanation for this. Who knows? But, uh, you know, more information is better for everyone. Todd, thank you so much for the amazing work that you're doing. We are going to have you back. We are going to keep track of this story. This is an important news story, and this story needs to be heard far and wide. Thank you again, and we will have you back in the future. Thanks for having me. I appreciate it. Todd Benzman, Center for Immigration Studies, on the spot reporting from where it is happening, below the southern border. James Golden, a.k.a. Bo Snurley, with you here on WABC Talk Radio 77. We're back with you after this. Bo knows politics and so much more. A true connection to real New York on 77 WABC. Who doesn't love that? One of the more recognizable Christmas melodies in our culture. Chestnuts roasting on an open fire. Open fire. Jack Frost nipping at your nose. You tie carols being sung by a choir and Take six for this back. James Golden with you here. WABC, hoping that your presence is indeed very pleasant with us this afternoon and every afternoon. And we're here six days a week. You can uh, catch us on Monday through Friday at 4 o'clock, of course, and Saturday at 8 a.m. in the morning for our Saturday morning radio extravaganza. Um, I want to go back to something that Todd said, and then we'll take some calls. And there are so many other news stories that I'd like to get to today. We'll try to get to some maybe uh, if not, we'll hold tomorrow and do some as we do our radiothon tomorrow. But listen, folks, this business that Todd talked about, this is really serious stuff. Okay, our borders have been flooded since before Joe Biden took office with surges of illegal immigrants. Surges of illegal immigrants. And we knew they were coming. Because reports started before Joe Biden was, quote, unquote, elected, before the election, that they were gathering in the tens of thousands to get here. Now, people have asked, well, how, how is this happening? How are they funded? Who's doing the organization? Thanks to Todd Benzman, we learned that the United Nations, one of the agencies in the United Nations, is coordinating a lot of this. Folks, the United Nations is right here in New York. These plans are being hatched and executed from right here in New York City to fund these waves upon waves upon waves of illegal immigrants coming into the country. Now, that's where the money is coming from. You, me, Not only that, then they get to the border, they cross illegally without COVID tests, without vaccinations, and what does the Biden administration do from there? Put them on planes, 
and spread them across the country, landing those planes in the dead of night at airports so people can't see what's going on in their communities. And then you have governors like Ron DeSantis in Florida who's saying, hey, enough of this. This isn't, this is not how to run government. And he gets flack and is called all kind of horrible names for standing up to this scheme that the Democrats are running. And that who, that is who is running these schemes. This is a Democrat party scheme to fund large-scale illegal immigration that breaks United States law. They are funding it with your tax dollars. These people do not deserve to be in power. How is it that one man, Todd Benzman, from the Center for Immigration Studies, who goes there, with his phone camera, and he sees these debit cards being handled. He's like, what is this? Takes a picture of it, then does the homework on it. How is it that not one mainstream media outlet, not the New York Times, not the Washington Post, not the Los Angeles Times, not the Austin Statesman, none of these, none of these mainstream outlets will report on how these immigrants as they call them, migrants, are being funded to come into the United States. How is it that ABC, CBS, NBC don't know? How is it that our own DOJ doesn't know? The DOJ can find everybody and their mama that was in Washington, D.C. on January 6th, but they cannot tell us how this scheme to bring in tens of thousands of people into America illegally has been operating. It takes one man, one man from the Center for Immigration Studies to actually get the pictures and start to unravel the answers to this question. We have a corrupt news media. We have a corrupt Democrat Party. We have a corrupt news media. We have a corrupt Democrat Party. Party. If we want answers to this, it's going to take reporters acting on their own to fill in any of the blanks that are left. And you can't tell me that the Biden administration doesn't know what's happening. All you have to do is look at the number of multi billion slush funds that are included in this Build Back Better Welfare Forever bill that there, that's where the money comes from, from that kind of legislation, that kind of open-ended, we're not specifying how we're spending these billions of dollars legislation. Folks, this is disgraceful. The citizens of the United States deserve better than this. This is a disgrace to the United States of America. James Golden, WABC Talk Radio 77. We're coming back right after this. Now, here's the soul of excellence. James Golden, a.k.a. Bo Snurdly, on 77 WABC. Call out the holly. Put up the tree before my spirit falls again. Fill up 
the star king I may be rushing things But deck the halls again now Johnny Mathis, WABC, Talk Radio 77 It's the Christmas season, folks Let's enjoy it. You know, in 10 days, we're going to be talking about the, another Christmas past. Let's make this the best ever. Time to go to the telephones. Rich, we thank all of you for waiting. Where are we going, Rich? All right. Just to let you know, James, good afternoon. I'm putting my tree up tomorrow. Yay, hey, hey. <laughs> <laughs> nice. Let us begin in central Jersey and speak with Pamela. Pamela, welcome. WABC Talk Radio 77 with James Golden, a.k.a. Snurley. What's up, Pamela? Hi. I say follow the money and find out who's bank accounts has kickbacks from the U.N. and then close that U.N. down. Thank you. Very well said and very right to the point. Appreciate it. WABC, where are we going next, Rich? We're going to go. Excuse me. We're going to Orange County. Is that how to Mike? Mike, welcome. WABC Talk Radio 77. Mike, what's your take? Hey. Uh, Merry Christmas to you and everyone down there at WABC. Thank you. Uh, my take is that uh, our own government and the current administration is violating two specific United States codes with reference to illegal immigration. If they're in, it's in direct conflict with it. And I can give you the uh, code numbers. If no, you don't give us the code numbers because that just stuff makes people's eyes glaze over. Just tell us, aside from promoting illegal immigration, which is on its face illegal, what are they doing? Uh, well, one of them states that they are bringing in illegal immigrants, and the other states they are giving them uh, aid and comfort. Which is both are which against the law, but the American taxpayers are doing this against their will. They're doing it through the United Nations, and again, this is a this corruption, folks, is almost on an unbelievable scale. American taxpayers, money from them being siphoned off to the U.N., ending up in Central and South America to fund illegal immigrants so that they can break American law, come here illegally, and then that's not enough. Once we do that, then Joe Biden and his administration put people from this illegal immigrant pool on planes and disseminate them throughout the country. Folks, this is just, it is, it is hard to believe that this goes on unchecked. James Golden, WABC Talk Radio 77, a.k.a. Boast Nerdly with you. Where are we going next, Rich? We're going to the faraway land of Brooklyn and saying hi to Leah. Leah, welcome. How are you? Hi, I'm great. I love your show. I'm going to make it quick. Um... Nicole Maliotakis was on Sid and Bernie this morning trying to make nice and trying to make people forget that she voted one of 11 Republicans for the infrastructure bill. I'm not buying it. Staten Island shouldn't buy it. Vote her out. We cannot trust her. Can I say a word about that? I heard an advertisement for her on my program about a week ago about how great, I mean, no, this week, how great she was, et cetera, et cetera. And I debated whether I wanted to uh, respond to it. And I said, no, you know, they bought the program. Let me be respectful to that. And I was. My position. Okay. My position is like your position. 
I am not going to forget that she was one of the 11 who voted for this monstrosity, this infrastructure monstrosity under the either naive or outright stupid belief that it's going to somehow help New York City. The damage that this bill is going to do to America is devastating. And every one of those 11 who went along with the Democrats to give Joe Biden life support for this insane spending that they're carrying on, every one of those 11 rhinos needs to go. They need to be primaried out. They need to go. Period. I agree with you wholeheartedly. Thank you, Leah. Where do we go next, Rich? Out to the island and say hi to Pete. Welcome, Pete. WABC Talk Radio 77 with James Golden, a.k.a. Snurdly. Hello, Mr. Snurdly. I, uh, I wanted to talk about 30 years ago, I was in the same room with Trump and Rush Limbaugh. How'd that happen? Uh, it was at the Broadway Palace Theater on Broadway. Trump was, uh, uh, Rush was uh, in the uh, play. It was uh, Will Rogers Follies. Oh, that's and, right. Uh, and the, and the, at the time, Will um, I think it was uh, Mac Davis was Will Rogers, and Marla Maples, who was just before she was married to Trump, was in the uh, she was in the play also. That's why Trump was there. So Rush was up in the balcony with the patch on his eye. He played uh, Wiley uh, Post. Oh man, what a beautiful memory! Um, and thing he didn't give up his day job. <laughs> he had one. I think he had one little line. All he said was, "Hey, Will, it's time to go." And then, uh, and that's it. Every day there'd be a different Wiley post, but that day happened to be Rush. It was. Well, hey, Pete, it's time to go. Thank you. We are headed out of time here, but I just want to say a, a, a mention. I had a long talk with uh, Laura Ingram for her podcast today. Um, on the book that Laura was a friend of Rush too, on the book uh, Rush on the Radio. That is the book, of course, that I wrote a tribute to Rush Limbaugh and that Donald Trump, President Trump, graciously uh, gave the book a very favorable rating, and that you can find that on the front cover, uh, the President Trump's words, which I am deeply grateful to President Trump for. Rush on the Radio. You can get it wherever fine books are sold. You can get it at jamesgolden.com. We'll point you to the right direction. And BizPack Review has an offer where you can get a signed copy, bizpackreview.com. In time for Christmas. We're signing them left and right. Rush on the Radio is that book title, Rush on the Radio. Written by James Golden, yours truly, a.k.a. Snurdly. Look, folks, I am really hot over the reporting from Todd Benzman. Now, you heard him say this radio show is the only one that has covered it so far. This story on how this illegal immigration is being funded into America has to become a front-page nationwide story. Meanwhile, we're in the Christmas season. Let's enjoy it. Less than 10 days. New York City, winter wonderland, greatest city in the world. In our beautiful, beloved, great light of the world, America. James Golden with you. I'll be here tomorrow. May God love, bless, protect each and every one of you and your families. 
See you tomorrow at 4 o'clock. Bye.